Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. All right, welcome to the show. Fist Free Soccer presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Uh, great to be talking about a weekend behind us of professional football, talking about the Bundesliga, of course, which uh, took the big step of kicking off prior to any of the other European leagues. Now, there are still some issues associated with it, uh, but we did have a full weekend of Bundesliga action. Joining me right after the break will be my good friend and co-host, Kartik Krishnaya. We're going to break down the Bundesliga action for you and take a look at where things stand as uh, they try desperately to conclude the 2019-2020 season uh, before it wants to run headfirst head into the 2020-2021 season. Uh, but the first professional sport to kick off is the Bundesliga, and uh, we are going to talk about that in detail. And a couple of interesting results. I wouldn't say anything too shocking, but uh, nevertheless, it was a, a great deal of fun. Look, it's great to be with you. We're here with you every a weekday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also live on Dan Patrick Sports, Sirius XM, Channel 211. And a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It is great to be with you. Uh, also, if you're listening on one of our digital channels, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning Sirius XM app, we welcome you to the show. And if you miss any part of the show, uh, I know you're going to want to just take it all in, gobble it all up. Well, you can do that by going to our podcast network, which is the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, you can get a copy of the show downloaded uh, right after its conclusion. And if you subscribe to the show, uh, you'll be notified every time we post new content, uh, which should be pretty much just about every day. So if you want to make us, uh, whether you, I would say if you're going to the gym, but I don't think anyone's doing that anymore. But if you're working out at home on the treadmill or whatever, and you want to listen to some quality entertainment, well, you know where to go right here, Fifth Street Soccer. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Uh, I am going to step aside and take a break. going to bring in Kartik Krishnaya, the topic, the Bundesliga, the first weekend of action back after the uh, coronavirus break. Uh, let's talk about it right here for Street Soccer. Thanks for staying with us. This is 
Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. We believe backyards are built for everyone and that lawns are always perfect for, well, anything we say they are. That's because at Scott's, We believe in the importance of being outside because we believe being outside is about more than a place. It's more than simply not being inside. Being outside is where great things happen and where we can all grow more good. Scott's Grow More Good. Do you have a story to share? Your story. Lifetime Private Autobiography Services can help. We will interview you by video or phone to get your memories in your words using your pictures. Our staff of talented writers will then recreate your story into a beautifully handcrafted book. You'll receive 10 individual copies for friends and family to enjoy for generations to come. Visit privateautobiography.com to schedule a free consultation. Mention this ad for a bonus audio recording from your personal interviews. To get started, visit privateautobiography.com or call 844-921-2802. That's 844-921-2802. Remember and be remembered with this gift of a lifetime. The TVS Television Network. For decades, your home for great sports TV is back. You can watch six TVS sports channels now streaming on WatchYour.TV. It's free and it's on the internet as well as on Roku, Android, and iPhone and iPad apps. Watch TVS Sports Network, TVS Classic Sports Network, TVS Turbo Sports Network, TVS Women's Sports Network, TVS Tavern Sports Network, and TVS Boxing Network. That's TVS Television Network. Six free channels at WatchYour.TV. While you're waiting out this pandemic at home, you can still have some fun betting with our partner and title sponsor of this show, betonline.ag. Look, there's no NBA, no NHL, no baseball, but don't worry. BetOnline still has hundreds of games, events, and sports that you can wager on. It's NASCAR. That's back, by the way. Uh, Madden and NBA 2K simulations. UFC, of course, the Bundesliga back in action. An online casino with poker, blackjack. They got it all at betonline.ag. Coming up next Sunday, BetOnline has ex-Chicago Bulls Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges. They're joining to discuss the Michael Jordan doc on what they call, quote, after the dance. You don't want to miss that. They're still fun to be had. Go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. Use the promo code MYPOD100, Betonline your online wagering solution. 
Uh, what an appropriate song. Uh, institutionalized uh, is the song. Uh, welcome back. This is Fistory Soccer. I'm Nick Eber. We are presented by betonline.ag. Um, we've had a full weekend of Bundesliga action. Who better to talk about it than with than my co-host and, if I might say, rather much Bundesliga fanatic, Mr. Kartik Krishnaya. Kartik, uh, good to see it back, even though, have to say, very weird. Yeah, it was... Uh surreal i mean we have to talk a little bit about this playing without crowds because uh some of the venues in the bundesliga are driven by supporters now sometimes the football can carry the action but there are other matches where uh you look at it on paper and you're thinking this is going to be just a great atmosphere and it being in front of closed doors um it impacts it and i would say that about one match in particular which was cologne and mainz but uh, yeah. we can we can d- dive into all of it well, let's dive into all of it, and let's get let's start, shall we? I mean, I won't say Kartik that there were that many uh, upsets, I suppose. No, uh, not, but you basically. would have to say the Red Bulls, uh, the Red Bull Salzburg draw was a bit of an upset, wouldn't you? Pardon me, a uh, Red. Who was it? No, was not it? really, because they no. they. I think what's happened is people have been fooled by how well they've been playing in Europe. Yeah, and, and what they did to Spurs uh, in the league. This is now kind of how it's been going. A lot of draws, a lot of. Um, a lot of matches where they have more chances and they're not finishing. Uh, Timo Werner's finishing touch began to elude him. Well, we even saw it in the Spurs uh, two legs because they won four 0 right, but it really could have been ten or twelve, right? They they were they were very wasteful. Um, they've become wasteful in the last. I'm going to say month and a half. It's really three and a right, half months. Right, exactly. you know, the last yeah, month and yeah. a half of actual precise, football. Precise, yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, uh, that. But I that unfortunately for them, what that has done because. The form table held. This was the amazing thing about this weekend. Two right. months off, and yet the three teams that were the worst teams uh, going into the break, Schalke, Eintracht, and Bremen, they continued that form. Each got smashed, and the three teams that were the, the best three teams going into the, into the break uh, in terms of form or irregular form, Dortmund, Mönchengladbach, and Leverkusen kept going. Yeah. Now, Leipzig is... Uh, in serious jeopardy, because I don't think, but, based on what we saw, Mönchengladbach or Leverkusen is going to let up anytime right. soon. By the way, so I just want there's to correct a very strong myself, possibility Kartik. that could fix you. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I said uh, uh, Leipzig, uh, the, the Leipzig Salzburg. I'm uh, sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. It was, of course, Freiburg they played, and it was a 1 1 draw at home, although, you know, again, so weird, Kartik. Uh, really kind of meaningless, really. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, right, it's an easy mistake to make between RB Leipzig and RB Salzburg. Yeah. You yeah. know, half the players came from Salzburg, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, so I apologize for that, but uh, yes, I did. I did catch it, but you were in full flow at the time. Uh, interestingly enough, um, you know, usually I, I like to give out some betting predictions, and my my response to just about everyone that asked me about, uh, you know any good bets this weekend on the Bundesliga, I, my response was almost I would avoid this weekend because I really can't get a feel for what it's going to look like, uh, you know, first week back after a long break, uh, no crowd, all of that whole thing. But I said, if there's one match that just smelled like a draw to me, it was the Dusseldorf-Paderborn match. And uh, hey, I feel vindicated. It was a nil-niller. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that was a match that uh, uh, both teams could have used the three points. But, you know, these relegation six-pointers often end up like that, nil-nil, yeah, one-one, absolutely. and we yeah. see it all the time in every league. And so that was just – that was a that was a good tip. 
And uh, whoever listened to you uh, hopefully won a lot of money on it. I hope she did. Uh, well, look, Bayern, Dortmund, Mönchengladbach, they all win. Leipzig, as we mentioned, they get the draw. Leverkusen win. And, and so, uh, Kartik, the top five in the league uh, tighten up a little bit. Leverkusen now only one point uh, behind Leipzig, although, you know, far behind in terms of goal differential. Uh, but, and I don't know, who are they playing next, Leverkusen? Who's on the, uh, who's next for them? Oh, yeah, I think they have a big game this weekend. Uh, it's, uh, uh, oh, it's Wuchen Gladbach, I think. Aren't they playing Wuchen Gladbach? Oh, uh, yes, so they, are, uh, they are playing Borussia That's Mönchengladbach. a six-pointer. Right? That's a six-pointer. Yes, That's it is. a six-pointer in the, uh, in the top four race. Nick, that's in fact, in reality, maybe even a six-pointer in the, in the title race because uh, Bayern, if they slip up and they didn't look great, um, Wuchen Gladbach's right there and Dortmund's right there. And uh, our friend Bob Caldwell, we'll have to uh, talk to him a little bit about Wuchen Gladbach. This is a, a banner year for them, and it's continued after this break. I thought, I thought they might be the club most affected by it because their form seemed to be the most unnatural, if you will, given uh, their squad, right? They were, playing, they were punching above their weight. Uh, but that's continued uh, in the first week after uh, the shutdown, after we, we reopened. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, I, I guess, look, uh, at the end of the day, Kartik, and we're going to see this in the Premier League, we're going to see this in you know the other leagues that start, the better teams will be the better teams after the break, before the break. It's not really going to necessarily affect um, the long term. What, what it will have an effect, and we saw this in, in England in, in particular, I mean, Liverpool after the Christmas break, and, and, and we forget in, in the Premier League, this was the first year round that they actually took a Christmas break. Uh, Liverpool after the Christmas break, uh, really showed some weaknesses that they weren't showing before the Christmas break. So, you know, you might find it the sort of thing with records and, 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 and streaks and all that sort of stuff. But on the whole, the better teams are still going to be the better teams. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, what we learned because we, we tend to put a lot into, into form and psychological factors and all. And, I, and I'm not saying that didn't play a role this weekend, but the um, – I have to. I don't want to say I'm. I wasn't disappointed by the football. I was disappointed. I thought that there might be more evenness, if you will. Uh, and I had said that last week on this show. I thought maybe there would be more upsets. There would be more unpredictable results, and there just weren't. I mean, everything went to form basically, and yeah. that's um, that. That just goes back to you know uh, cl- uh, what is it? Form is temporary, but class is permanent. That's well, same. speaking of class, Erling Haaland gets another goal. I mean, this kid's yeah. record is nothing. Sport, uh, short of spectacular, uh, Kartik. I mean, from his uh, year at Red Bull, where he scored a goal a game uh, so far, then he moves to yeah. Borussia Dortmund, it's a goal a game. I mean, is this guy the real deal? I, I certainly think he is. Uh, we'll see as he gets on to seasons two and three. Uh, but, you know, it be interesting to see, because right now I would say he's just about one of the hottest players in the game. Yeah, I was watching ESPN FC on Saturday, and Don Hutchinson, uh, obviously former Everton uh, and, and Liverpool uh, midfielder, among other uh, clubs he played for in England, was talking about it. He, he, he follows the Bundesliga closely, Hutchinson. They generally bring him in to talk Bundesliga. And uh, he said... It's it's the way Holland takes these chances. It's not just that he's scoring, but he mentioned, look, there was uh, this came in at full pace. He understood how to open his body, how to position it, and how to make the touch uh, in a way that a 19 year old uh, at any level generally doesn't know how yeah. to. Um, so uh, it, what 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 um, Hutchinson was saying was, you won't find another guy at that age. It's not just the re- goal scoring record, but it's the understanding. Now, of course, his dad was a was a great player also whose career was uh, cut short by one Roy Keane. 
Um, so he comes. He comes from a football pedigree, being the point. And, uh, and also, um, you know what's interesting about that? There's so many Leeds fans following. Him uh, that, of course, because he was born. I was going to say, yeah, because of course yeah. he was born in Leeds. All right, Kartik, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, talking to Kartik Krishna, you can find Kartik on Twitter at kkfla737. And if you want to follow, if you follow the Bundesliga, by the way, Kartik considered one of the absolute experts uh, here in the United States on the Bundesliga. I know he follows it uh, very, very closely. Uh, and of course, we're waiting for middle of June for the Premier League uh, to start up again. All right, this is Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Gieber. I'll be right back after this. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You know, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. You can wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install, it costs a fortune, or you can just go get Simply Safe, the two time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. They've got outdoor cameras and doorbells that alert you to anyone approaching. Entry, motion, glass breaking, all those sensors guard inside. They've got them all. And you can set up the system by yourself. It only takes 30 minutes. And even better, you'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice, 24-7. All for just 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now. Be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team that's simplysafe.com slash team from Simply Safe and all of us here wishing you safety and good health. Welcome back. Fist Street Soccer presented by betonline.ag. Nick Eber and Kartik Krishnaya with you. Uh, Kartik, the big news in the last few days is the fact that U.S. Soccer Federation is up to its same old nonsense again most recently uh, the impending demise of the U.S. Soccer Federation Development Academy. It looks like, Kartik, they're getting ready to scrap this system. And if you remember, Kartik, we actually spoke about this a number of months ago when they all of a sudden changed their league structure to a two-tier league where they, quote-unquote, promoted teams to Tier 1, and miraculously they were all the Major League Soccer Development Academies, and, quote, demoted teams to Tier 2, and those were sort of everybody else. Well, now it seems like uh, Major League Soccer is getting their wish, and they're finally getting control of all of the Development Academy, and they're doing that by kicking all of the independent club teams to the curb, and they will now have their very own MLS Development League, and everybody else be damned. And U.S. Soccer Kartik is complicit in this robbery of the game, and the handing over of the game now almost in its entirety to Major League Soccer. How do you feel about this? Um, I, I'm not happy about it after talking to a lot of uh, uh, youth coaches uh, in, over the last the course of the last 24 hours since this story uh, first broken by Paul Tenorio uh, of The Athletic was, uh, was revealed about 24 hours uh, before we recorded this. Uh, Nick, this segment... I do. Um, I, I'm not sure about the MLS angle. I think they will benefit from it, unfortunately, which is uh, a problem. And I think that the, the damage that was done last August by that decision that you talked about to split uh, into the two tiers with uh, MLS teams plus 
a couple of favored teams like uh, the uh, the the uh, academy in Southern California run by Bob Friedland and the uh, uh, academy in North Carolina run by Steve Malik, who now has a lot of board members, two of U.S. soccer. Uh, those those clubs were kept in, in the top tier. There were one or two MLS clubs that were dropped to the second tier, which was also kind of strange uh, to make room for those other uh, other clubs. Uh, so I am. Um, I'm not quite sure um, if this is about that or about the growing pressure U.S. soccer was getting from a number of folks around uh, the the youth soccer space to allow uh, the other leagues to, like ECNL, U.S. Youth Soccer, the other uh, leagues that house a lot of these academy teams, to compete uh, on an equal footing and have U.S. soccer operate as a facilitator and a governing body of those uh, those leagues. Now, I think one of the things that has become increasingly difficult for U.S. soccer is that they have that there are these academy pay to play academies that have um, their elite teams in the D.A. They have some of their teams on both the girls and boys side in the um, in, in, in the ECNL or whatever other league, sometimes in local leagues, they also are competing with free-to-play academies in the DA. So uh, there, there's just this ecosystem that they have mismanaged U.S. soccer. There are people who said they would like U.S. soccer to come back into the role of being facilitator and manager and governing body, get out of the youth soccer business. But I think a lot of that pressure was coming uh, with the anticipation that there would be a several-year transition to that. Not immediately U.S. soccer saying, hey, we're getting out of the U.S. soccer business. So uh, we don't know what necessarily what this is going to look like when it shakes out yet. But um, there are some real panic signals going on right now, Nick. Well, I, I tell you, I take a slightly different approach to this, Kartik, because I, I have a unique perspective on this. Because both of my kids were playing a very high-level club soccer uh, at the time that the Development Academy program was announced back in 2006, 2007. And, um, you know, this was initially an academy program for boys. It's They had a 16 and a 7. Uh, they had U16s and, U, and U18s. And um, uh, what happened is the development academies immediately sort of ran around and snapped up the top talent from all, all the teams that, that, that were in the area. Uh, my kids were, were, were part of that. But what happened with MLS... And, and I don't think this is quite as benign as you think. First of all, understand that the ECNL was a, a was and is largely a very high-level women's program. It's for girls. And yes, they have ECNL boys now, but that's not what ECL, ECNL was originally and, and what its success has been based on. It's been based on the development of uh, young girls and providing them a, a, an outlet to play. The uh, development academies came very late to adding girls to their development academy rosters, just like the ECNLs come very late to adding boys to their to their rosters. Uh, so that's part of the problem. But the, the main issue is MLS have wanted for a long time to have a complete stranglehold on the pyramid of players. Those players that come up through, the, through grassroots efforts, through the academy systems, through clubs, into academies, into the professional league. MLS wants a piece of those players because if they bring those players in, let's say uh, the LA Galaxy signs a player from, a development, from the Surf De Development Academy. Well, guess what? 
they've got to pay a payment for that player if that player transfers out of the galaxy and they sell him on elsewhere. This is a money grab. We've had Bob Caldwell on here talking about this, Kartik. This is about money. This is about control. This is about youth players. MLS have been saying for a long time that they didn't want their teams competing in the development academy leagues because the quality was all over the place and the pay-to-play leagues aren't any good, pay-to-play teams aren't any good, and their teams are all great and this, that, and the other. And it's all nonsense. It's all a continued pattern of Major League Soccer wanting to own all aspects of the pyramid of soccer. We're not talking about from uh, from um, uh, the lower leagues on up. We're talking about from you know the ages of 9, 10, 11, 12. MLS wants those players in their system. They don't want them in, others, in other leagues, clubs, or team system, Kartik. This is about control. U.S. soccer is complicit in this. And, of course, at a time when they're getting ready to write big checks to the women's national team. By the way... Uh, the other thing we could look at, Kartik, is, you know, the development academy system has really been a failure. I mean, yeah. it's 10 years in. How many big players have come through the DA? Look at the U.S. didn't even qualify for the last yeah. World Cup. Right. And, and, then, and, and the Olympics. And, you know, and the women's players don't come through ECL. They go ECNL to college. To the, women's, yeah. to the women's team. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it has been an abject failure, I will agree, but I would suggest to you it's been an abject failure, really, a, as a result of what I consider to be the complete interference of the MLS teams in U.S. soccer. Yeah, a lot there uh, to chew on. I, I would say, first off, I think MLS has changed its structure now in terms of what they're looking for in the international transfer market. They want to be a selling league of young players. They want to co- collect solidarity payments and transfer uh, and, and uh, training compensation for players, yet they don't want to pay those, right, to to, to other youth clubs. So yeah. this is part of that. Um, on... on in terms of the national teams and how unsuccessful this has been, I don't think that's even uh, you can even argue that. So uh, the um, the women's uh, national team that's now won consecutive World Cups, I think, had two players that came through the development academy. The rest of it were ECNL or other youth program, mostly ECNL, to college, to professional. So uh, DA t- played very little role in, in the U.S.'s women's success. On the men's side, we were developing better players in the 1990s and early 2000s using the college system and a scattergun approach to youth soccer. I I was just going through today, the men's national team in circa 2005, 2006, how many guys were playing in, uh, in, in, in uh, the premier league and the Bundesliga. And uh, even we had some uh, random guys in, in other leagues, a lot of guys in the era of Odessa at the time. That's just not the case anymore. Right. And, And those were players who were established players who were then bought. Uh, not the not the guys who go to Europe when they're 18 or 19 and then come back at 23 to MLS and and, and never play abroad again, right? I'm talking about established Brian McBride, Eddie Lewis style players. So we've developed actually at at least at the at the top end worse players than we did before the development academy, which is pretty damning actually. Oh, it, it really is, and, and and there's a lot of reasons for it. And Kartik, I I I think when we get back from break, we should take this opportunity to get into this subject a a bit more because in my opinion I see the evil hand of Major League Soccer very much in this decision and even though the MLS academies will now have to play their own quote-unquote league 
How difficult is that going to be? We can look at some other models of some other countries and how they do it, particularly Mexico. Let's talk about them when we come back right here on Fifth Street Soccer, presented by betonline.ag. I would like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app. We welcome you to the show. And of course, if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or SiriusXM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, stay with us. We'll be right back after this. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the coronavirus relief program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit sbaquick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. Did you know that the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come? And the only place to find that perfect hire, it's on LinkedIn Jobs. 
LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with hard and soft skills you're looking for. You can hire the right person fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And trust me on this one, you're going to be hiring as soon as this nightmare is over. There is no better place to go than LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires is because of all those reasons. You can find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first 50 bucks off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team, T-E-A-M, to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Fifth Street Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also live on Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber along with Kartik Krishnaya as we continue our discussion of the demise of the U.S. Soccer Development Academy. Kartik, when I look at this, as I mentioned earlier, I see the ugly hand of Major League Soccer all over this. Uh, this continues their power grab into the ownership of top-level soccer in this country. They're now reaching down all the way to the youth levels, to the U16s and below. They're getting rid of anybody that might want to compete with them on that basis, and they're using the monopoly of U.S. soccer, the monopoly provided to them by U.S. soccer, as the method by which we do it. Now, clearly, Kartik, U.S. soccer has its issues of its own, but if you think about uh, some of the uh, rebuttal statements that have been made by uh, people that are MLS apologists, they're saying, oh, well, this isn't good for MLS because you know now they have to set up their own league and now they have to manage all this and now they have to do all that. Listen, this is what MLS wanted. You need to look no further than the way Liga MX works with their youth clubs. Uh, Liga MX youth teams play the same day that the senior teams do they just play earlier in the day. It's a way of integrating the youth team and the senior teams and the league. It makes travel easier. It makes everything else easier. Kartik, I would imagine that's what MLS is going to go to. Yeah, and they, they tend to train together, so they have the same sort of uh, uh, playing philosophy. Now, of course, Liga and Mekis clubs uh, have uh, real technical directors and, and actual uh, kind of technical direction. Well, few MLS clubs have that. There are a few that do. I mean, I think Red Bull in particular does a really good job, among others, that um, have a technical direction and integrate the playing principles of their youth club into their senior club. But uh, many don't. So this would just be a cost-cutting measure for them, right, more than anything, which unfortunately, as we know, motivates a lot of MLS owners and motivates a lot of people in uh, around uh, Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer for that matter. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, when you look at this, um, there's a couple of things that springs to mind. This is just such such a perfect time to do this. All the leagues are currently shut down because of coronavirus. Everybody's worried about their jobs. 
uh, and their health. No one's really focusing in on this other than people like you and me and a select group of soccer media who are not on the um, who are not part of the free sandwich in the press box crew of MLS apologists. Um, you know, we're looking at this with a critical eye. So I think the time, it's a very cynical time for them to be doing this. Plus, I think the fact of the matter is U.S. soccer have a whole range of lawsuits they're having to fight off. You and I both know Kartik. They're going to have to pay out a boatload of money to the, to the women's national team in whatever format that takes, whether, they, you know, whether it's a settlement, whether they're found guilty through trial or what have you. So U.S. soccer, I understand, have been bleeding about $9 million a year on the U.S. Development Academy. But I would ask you this, Kartik. Is it really bleeding $9 million a year, or is it not spending the money on what their mandate is, which is to develop and grow the game in the country? Well, the player development has never been a priority of this federation. They've used it as lip service to try and uh, make it appear like they're fulfilling their mandate, but they don't really care. Everything is is financial in nature with these folks, and they uh, see their surplus dwindling because of all the lawsuits, all the litigation they face. Uh, they've obviously been humiliated in this women's national team lawsuit. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how the public reputation of the organization can rebound quickly after that. Uh, but yet, in spite of that, they continue to behave in, in these kind of anti-competitive ways. Uh, they they uh, they continue to be an organization that seems to be completely um, completely absent of any sort of self-awareness and immune to public pressure for the most part. And uh, this decision uh, in the middle of a pandemic, all mind you, so so seasons are suspended, etc. I think is a, a convenient way of them cutting costs and they will not then transfer those savings over to the clubs in adult amateur soccer, in lower division professional soccer, in the women's game, and all over the U.S. soccer landscape outside of Major League Soccer that actually need help in this tough economic uh, time and this time of a public health emergency. They will instead sit on that money and then do whatever they do in terms of vendors and people who are grabbing out of the pockets uh, of U.S. soccer, which is what's going on. Well, hold on, Kartik. I I just asked you this question. U.S. soccer provides no real oversight of Major League Soccer. U.S. soccer provides no real oversight of the minor leagues of American soccer other than providing really arbitrary standards by which they would sanction various leagues. I mean, we've we've had this discussion uh, many times over. Uh, U.S. soccer now has no hand whatsoever in the development of the youth game in this country. Correct? With this, with this move. Correct. So all U.S. soccer are, essentially, is the owner, quote-unquote, of the men's and women's national team. That's all they are here. Can you think of any other federation whose sole job is the management of the national team and not growing the game from the grassroots, not supporting the game, not, over, not providing oversight of the leagues? 
I mean, this has been a criticism of some other FAs. I know there were people around the football league, and this is this is essentially why there's been such a battle through the years between the the FA in England and and the football league, and uh, the feeling that at the FA wasn't putting enough money into grassroots football initiatives. Now that's changed in the last five to six years. I mean, I, I think it really took uh, England bombing out of a couple of major international competitions and, and being embarrassed in the process yeah. uh, for it to happen. But it has happened now. And uh, uh, they, they hit a point of rock bottom in France about 20 years ago that they then, well, more than 20 years ago now, uh, and they turned they turned things around. You saw what the German, fo- um, fo- the, the, the DFB did uh, after the disaster of Euro 2004. And you saw how they reacted. And ushered in a generation of greatness, both in uh, the, the club game in the Bundesliga and uh, uh, with their national team. The U.S. responded to similar adversity, missing the World Cup in 2018 with essentially a doubling down of everything that they were doing wrong before. And now the organization serves no purpose unless they're actually going to become a partner of these leagues and a partner of the youth game and try and facilitate the growth of the sport through grassroots initiatives. What have they done to the U.S. soccer? Okay, so let's say, let's take them, let's just say, oh, maybe they're going to repurpose now. What have they done to the actual organization, Nick, that was doing that in this country and was connected to them? The U.S. Soccer Foundation. They had a power struggle with the U.S. Soccer Foundation, and now there is a lawsuit there. And the U.S. Soccer Foundation was the organization doing the grassroots work on behalf of U.S. Soccer. Well, the but grassroots the U.S. Grassroots. Soccer wanted to control that money. That's right. the point. Right, right. And so they didn't want the foundation giving grants to, to inner city uh, uh, futsal programs and things like that. They wanted to keep the money for themselves. So that it, it, it all goes back to that with these guys. Well, they're, by the they're way, just shameless. By the way, not not suggesting that they want to keep the money for themselves because they want to fly, you know, uh, in their own private uh, uh, a Gulf Stream and uh, you know buy at a hotel. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not necessarily the world's most extravagant organization. But what you have to understand no. is that. That money equals control over the game, which is what they want. And if you think of U.S. soccer as the um, secret agent of Major League Soccer, as doing Major League Soccer's bidding, you are now talking about consolidating all the power, whether it's grassroots, underserved efforts through the U.S. soccer uh, foundation, which is, of course, now at loggerheads, as you mentioned so eloquently, with U.S. soccer, whether it's now the Development Academy and the development of the youth programs, all of that now has been taken, any, in, any semblance of independence has been taken away now and granted to Don Garber and the owners of Major League Soccer. They now control the entire process. There's going to be the professional pyramid shall we say not even pyramid let's call it professional column okay and then there's going to be everybody else and as far as they're concerned everybody else can just do whatever the hell they want but the game the game that can end up in money at the end that all belongs to mls and i tell you if you think about it kartik you're talking about ceding control of the development academies to major league soccer the most number of youth players they can have in this entire country is what a thousand uh, yeah. You're suggesting that there are no better than a thousand talented kids that deserve an opportunity? Um, I, I, I think that they, once again, will let tons of kids fall through the cracks. 
and uh, we will not fulfill our potential as national federation, as a national team, as an as a, as a football playing nation. But Nick, I guess the one favorable thing is before they were in the DA business, uh, we were developing, we were finding guys like Clint Dempsey and Brian McBride in the cracks, right? I mean, Dempsey never would have been in a DA program. Yeah, <laughs> he never would have been in an elite program, right? Um, but, and he's arguably the best uh, player this country's ever produced. You know what sounds logic is, player, at least. It, is our time runs to a close here so quickly. But I'm going to suggest this to you. Um, you know, one of the one of the reasons I think that uh, we haven't generated that many great players. And as you mentioned, we don't have a lot of players playing anymore in the Bundesliga or the Eredivisie or in the Premier League or, what, or in the Ligue 1 or what have you. It's because of expansion of Major League Soccer that there's a, that there's a, a, a vacuum that's sucking any type of professional talent here now to the United States. That is being perpetuated by these development academies that are locating these kids earlier, bringing them in-house and feeding them to MLS as opposed to feeding them uh, offshore to foreign, to, to foreign leagues uh, where they're going to develop at a higher level. Kartik, that is a discussion we will have to have another time. Always a pleasure. You can find Kartik at Cake on Twitter at KKFLA737. Kartik, thanks so much. Let's continue this discussion another day because it is uh, not going anywhere and it is really a hot-button topic for me. All right, uh, I will be right back to wrap it up here on Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. Love to hear from you. And once again, with you every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. I'll be right back after this. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Back to Soccer, Nick Evil with you. We are presented by BetOnline.ag. It's great to be with you. We're with you every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also live on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. And look, if you missed any part of the show, never fear, my friends. You can find it. Our podcast is made available immediately upon the conclusion of the show, and you can find us at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, the Believe Podcast Network. A funny song, that, Sham 69. Of course, hurry up, Harry. Uh, Only funny because, well, no one's going to be going down the pub till at least 2021, according to the uh, UK government. That is the latest that I have heard. The pubs are slated to remain closed for that long. Look, I hope you enjoyed the discussion. And uh, that's what this show is about. It's about opinions and discussions. And uh, look, everybody has a passion and an opinion that they believe about, something that they believe in passionately. And this is the show for that, because football and, well, quite frankly, any sport, they're all about emotion and passion. Love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. That's at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Uh, very important that you uh, communicate with me so that you give me lots of topics to talk about because, of course, while we are uh, slightly slower in terms of the live sports these days, and that's an understatement, uh, it's the stories around the sport, the continuing drama, the soap opera that make it oh so fun to talk about. All right, uh, Believe Podcast Network, that's where you will find me, uh, B-L-E-A-V. Right after the show, you can download this show, you can download all our past shows, and you can sign up so you'll be notified every time we post a new show but we do hope you'll join us live on the sports byline broadcast network and sirius xm 211 dan patrick sports i want to thank everyone involved with this show for putting it out there look we all have to show up and work under trying circumstances or stay at home and work under trying circumstances but i want you to stay safe at home don't be stupid stay away from this boogeyman all right and we'll all get through this together till tomorrow cheers
Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network. <laughs> 